welcome to the Excel Still More podcast. I am your host, Chris Emerson, and we are here to talk about tips and strategies that you can employ to deepen your faith, improve your relationships, and just get the most out of your life. Thank you for joining. Let's get started. So today's entry in the Excel Still More series is three words. I want you to say these three words, change or accept. Change or accept. These represent your only two options. I'm talking about situations in your life, all throughout your life. If there is something going on that you do not like, something that is not working, something that's making you feel bad, something that's giving you extreme anxiety, something that is taking the peace of Christ out of your heart, out of your life. You have two options. Change it or accept it. We will be talking about this throughout today's episode. It is an optimistic concept. It's positive. It says that you have control by the power of God, and we'll talk about prayer and some of the spiritual elements, but in the power of the Lord, You've got the control here. Either you do something to make it better, or if that cannot be done, then there is a method by which you lay it before the Lord. You begin to see it as a fixed position in your life that the Lord may have put there for some benefit, and you find a way to move on in peace. Now, we're 90 seconds into this thing, and I wonder how many people are already saying, that won't work. That is an oversimplification of life. You can't just take everything there is that's going on and boil it down to two choices. Well, if we were sitting here across the table from each other, I'd say, well, tell me what you mean. People might say, well, you know, like the past. You can't do anything about the past. You can't change it. You don't have the option to change it. It is what it is, and it can't be anything different. I would say, okay, so accept it then. Go to God with it. Tell him all about the things that were there and how they hurt you. Tell him about how they weigh on you. Philippians 4, be anxious for nothing. Lay it before the Lord. Cover it with gratitude and thankfulness for how far he has brought you since then and accept it. Well, somebody comes back and says, well, what about if it's what somebody else is doing? It's the conduct of someone else. I'd love to change it. I'd love to make that different, but it's not me. It's them. It's this person that I work with. It's this person to whom I'm married. It's this relationship in my family. Chris, I can't just change or accept when it could be changed, but somebody else would have to do it. To which I would say, first of all, give yourself a little bit more credit. There's a good chance that if you would stop the despair, doom and gloom, what's option three approach... And just think it through, study it through, go back and listen to some of the relationship stuff we talked about in previous episodes, you may discover that while they're the ones causing the majority of the issue, there are still things you can do to change it. There are things you can do to change them. And if you cannot do that, then we're back to the same two options. You've got to find a way to accept it. 
If the marriage is the way it is because of the way your spouse has behaved, but you are bound by law to them, you have to find a way to make peace with that. Find a way to make your faith grow through that. Find a way to accept it. And by the way, that's what we mean when we say accept. It's not about being overjoyed about it or considering it some great blessing. Difficult things we're forced to live with are hardly seen as blessings. But acceptance means I can find a way to thrive anyway. I can use this as an opportunity to mature in my faith or help other people. I have accepted this as a method by which I can honor my God. Well, listen, everybody's looking for other options. Maybe there's something going on in your life, maybe where you work, maybe it's your close friendships, and you say, Chris, look, I guess it's possible that I could change that because I'm not at peace with what's going on and it's been really hard on me and my family. I guess I could change it, but it would be so hard to change and it would take so much redirection and discipline and sacrifice that I'm caught in this weird place where I either don't want to change it or it's too hard to change, or it feels like I can't change it, but yet I can't accept it. I can't live like this. It's wearing me down. Are there any other options for somebody like me? Well, people try it all the time. People try to live in situations that are hurtful and harmful to their faith. They're not going to accept it, but they're also not going to change it. And so they just plug along in misery with disappointment, harboring anger. Listen, I could read you tons of Bible verses saying, you can't live like that. That's not the way the Christian lives. Jesus said in Matthew 6, don't worry, don't worry about this or that. You have to find a peace where you don't live with this anxiety that weighs on you and all of these reasons why it can't be altered. We don't want to live with anger We want to live with a spirit of peace and hope and joy in Christ. So let's talk about how that works. I really want to break this down in a way that while I don't know what your issue is, everybody's got them, the thing in your life that's really an antagonist to your peace, the person, and by the way, it may be inside of you. Maybe it's something in you, some choice you're making some sin you're committing. You haven't found the strength to change it, but you know you can't accept it, and I have to believe that that's a tormenting place to be. So here's the thing. Whether you're looking inside or it's a life circumstance, it's troubles with your health, it's difficulties in relationships, you have to ultimately boil it down to a very prayerful decision to change it or accept it but I want you to understand what that process is like. So we're going to walk through it together. Okay, so you start with your issue, and maybe if you're journaling or something in some other way, you can even write some of this down. Work your way through it. Whatever your issue is, question one is always this. Can I change it? Is there something I can do, something lawful, something that won't disobey God. You know, you can't just run away from home. But is there something godly I can do, something wise, that either will change it or at least gives it a great chance to change? Now, after that, you have to say, is it a singular moment? And it may be. 
It may be a phone call you could make today and it would be changed. The anxiety would be lifted. Everything would be redirected. It may be something that would take weeks, months, maybe even years of discipline change, of real habit alteration. Or it may take serious sacrifice, embarrassment, confession. But you have to determine, no matter how hard it is or how long it will take, can I change it? Let's just use a really easy, simple example to make application today. Let's say somebody is carrying around those extra 30 pounds. Let's say this person is really unhappy about this 30 pounds. They haven't done much to change it. They may not even feel like they can. But boy, they sure cannot accept it. It, pardon the pun, weighs on them all the time. Affects their relationships, all that stuff. Right now, that person needs to sit down and say, Can I change this? Do you know what the answer is? The answer is yes. Of course you can change this. You can become a little bit more active. You can change your eating habits. There are lots of things you can do. It may take a long time. Who knows how long? But you have to acknowledge that you have the power to make it better. Again, it could apply to situations where it's 90% the other person's fault. But the question is, can you do something to make it better? And the answer is usually yes. But now we have to ask the second question. The first one is, can I change it? And assuming that the answer is yes, we'll go back through this in a minute with a different answer. The next question is, will I change it? Will I do this? Will I make the alterations? If it's the 30 pounds, will I begin moving more every day? Will I document my progress? Will I find an accountability partner? Will I make the sacrifices? Will I do this? And if you answer yes to the first question and yes to the second question, then you're well on your way to finding the peace that comes, great peace, the peace that comes from your life getting better because you put in the work. Now listen, I want to be really clear about this. God is a part of this every step of the way, and I don't care if you're talking about things like marriage or personal health or 30 pounds or what's going on at work, you need God in this. We're always going to be prayerful. It's not like we say, yes, I can change it, yes, I will, therefore I don't need God. Prayer and pouring out your emotions and your feelings to God are necessary every step of the way. But you can come out of those prayers in motion, doing something about it. And I really hope we're, what, 50-something episodes in? If you're at a yes-yes position on something, I can change it and I will. I really hope that some of the previous episodes or this series has given you some tools to do that. Okay, before we look at the polar opposite of the answers, what if you get into a yes-no position? Yes, I could change it if I really became more active, or if it was something else, I became a better Bible student, or I confessed my sins and changed the friends I hang out with. I can change it, but I won't. I can, but I won't. Well, to me... That's not the kind of life God gave us to live. Obviously, if it's something sinful, that's a detrimental choice. You can't have the favor of God. 
if you never find peace, if you can change sin and you don't, there can never be acceptance. There won't be any peace. God won't allow it. But in other areas where it's not a sin situation, like that 30 pounds, hey, I can change it. I just don't want to. Well, you know what then? Accept it. Grow to live at peace with it. Own it. Determine not to be sensitive about it. Determine not to bring it up all the time. We really don't like hearing about everybody else's extra weight. And just take ownership and move on. Now, you might be thinking, I'll never be able to accept it. I just won't. Well, I'll tell you this. As long as there is power to make it better, but no willingness to make it better, you know what? Peace is actually really tough to attain. There are probably a lot of people listening now thinking, I've tried to just ignore it, but knowing I could do something kind of torments me. Yeah, yeah, it does. That's the way it works. That's why our episode is titled, Change or Accept. The optimal first move is grit. The fight to make it better. I just have to believe if more of us would default to yes, yes, we would see tremendous leaps in our lives. Yes, I can change it, and yes, I'm going to. That would affect the weight, what goes on at work, what goes on in your home, what goes on in the church. Even if it's not all your fault, we're not saying you're 100% to blame. We're saying you've got the power to make it better. That's what I'd be praying about. Whatever you're dealing with in your life right now, I would be praying, asking beautiful questions of God. What can I do? How can I get started? Will you be with me? I need the peace that you provide. And by the way, making an effort makes you feel better. It's kind of like our relationship with God. I'm not sinless. I make mistakes, but I'm making an effort. I'm trying to get better, and it brings me peace, even with, even with issues along the way. Okay, let's go to the other side of this in the last few minutes. What if the answer is no? Can I change it? No. I cannot change it. This is something someone else is doing that I have had zero success in altering. Or maybe it's something in the past that's already said or done and there are no time machines to alter it. Maybe it is an unchanged physical condition. I hesitate to make this list because you have your things and I don't want to act like there's only three or four. It could be anything. But if it is something that you cannot change, let me just say something to you. God can. If it is His will, God can change it. Do you remember the Apostle Paul? In 2 Corinthians, it talked about his thorn in the flesh. We don't know what that thorn was. I happen to believe it's poor eyesight. Could be any number of things. He could not change that. And so he went to God and he implored God three times. Do you know why he did that? Because he had seen God do great things. He had seen God change things in people's hearts, lives, all over the place that Paul could not change on his own. Many occasions God said yes. So I would say this, you still have to work yourself towards a point of acceptance, but don't forget about the power of God. Pray for him to change it. Now, in that story, you know what happened. God said no. And so here's a case where I can't change it. God, it seems, at least for now, will not change it. 
So what do I do? The Apostle Paul responded to God's no amazingly. Do you remember that from 2 Corinthians? I should first tell you that it records God's response. God said, my grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. Now, God doesn't speak to us directly in that way today, and yet that message is for a lot of people. That is God's message to you. If there are challenging issues in your life, which you have no ability to control, and it would be easy to get up every day and say, this weakness, this unfairness in my life is going to prohibit me from all kinds of things God wants me to do. But God said, my power in your life is at its highest level through this issue that you're facing. The Apostle Paul said, most gladly, therefore, I will rather boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Therefore, I am well content with weaknesses, with insults, with distresses, with persecutions and difficulties for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Have you ever met people like this? They have a lot of things in their life they wish were different in a perfect world, but they have come to such a place of contentment with it They're actually able to utilize it as a tool for their work for God, as motivation to fight for the goodness in every day. What an amazing way to live. That's the way Christians are when they have joy even in trials. So listen, whatever it is you're facing, ask yourself the question, can I change it? Will I change it? If I cannot change it, have I asked God to change it? And if God has said no at this time, Can I accept it in the same way the Apostle Paul did, in the same way as first century Christians, prayerfully and with complete and total trust in God? May the Lord bless you greatly today, and in whatever you're dealing with, may you optimistically approach it with three words, change or accept. Thank you so much for listening today. We encourage you to check out the website, excelstillmore.life, where you can subscribe to emails, order the three-month journal, or check out past episodes. As always, please consider sharing this with people in your life who you think we can help. And whatever you do today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, excel still more.